Well, it's time for episode 76 of Three Point Podcast. Yeah, we love it. The hottest takes on sports and pop culture from three sports guys, three different generations. I'm the elder statesman, Ted Fatel of Sportsnet Michigan and Z92.5 right here in mid-Michigan at our Castle Studios. Our social media guru and middleman is Matt Burns of ESPN in Charlotte, North Carolina, fresh off a Disney World vacation again. And our Gen Z viewpoints will come from Jared Patel of Grand Valley State University and Fox 17 in Grand Rapids. Our great advertising partners include Advanced Elevators, Sheridan Realty and Auction Company, Rivals Tap House and Grill, The Crema Connection, and Card Service Michiana, and Promac Engineering Services. Thanks also to our website teammates, Sports Radio Detroit and Midwest Sports Network. We're going to get all the hot sports stuff going on. Uh, NBA free agent signing. We're recording this on Sunday night. We'll also uh, have another edition of Tedertainment tonight. All that and much more coming right up after these messages. Rivals Tap House and Grill is the area's go-to spot for the best in food and drink. Meet up with your friends and catch your favorite sporting events on over 20 high-def flat-screen TVs. And our 120-inch projection screen. Rivals can handle your large or small parties and is an awesome spot to put on your fundraising events. Weekly food and drink specials including gourmet burgers, wings, pizza, homemade soup, and salads. Rivals also stocks a large selection of craft and domestic brews. Rivals Tap House and Grill, the official gathering spot of Three Point Podcast, located on the corner of Shiawassee and M21 in Corona. 85, 90, 95, 100. Looking for items to buy or sell? Look no further than SheridanAuctionService.com. We will solve your problem. Bring Sheridan Realty and auction your items and we will market them all over the country and get them sold. If you are looking to buy items, we can help with that too. Call today, 989-720-SELL. It's fast, easy, and we get results. SheridanAuctionService.com. Buy or sell, we'll get it done for you. Call 989-720-SELL. You'll do better with Sheridan. All right, guys, before we get rolling too far into the podcast, let's get caught up. We've been off a couple of weeks, and we usually start the program with what we've been doing this weekend. And more than this weekend, Matt, fill us in a little bit about your Disney vacation. Well, I know Jared just loves the idea of me going to Disney often, so I definitely have to let you guys know that it, again, did not disappoint. Great time. We, we stayed. We were there for a week. Uh, in Orlando, and we didn't stay on the Disney Resort. We stayed at a resort in Orlando, not just a couple miles away from Disney, so not far, um, but a huge resort with a big pool and swim-up bars and, you know, uh, game room and all that kind of stuff. So we were with my wife's whole family, 14 of us, you know, hanging out at the pool. We, we only went to Disney two days, well, three days, actually, two days and one night, so kind of like two and a half days, I guess, but um, we hit up all four parks. And, yeah, we just had a great time. The weather was great. It only rained, like, a couple times. A couple of those, like, flash Florida showers. Um, Otherwise, it was, like, low to mid-90s, hanging out at the pool, getting some sun, having some drinks. We went to a couple really nice restaurants and got some good food. So, yeah, it was an awesome week. It flew by. As as usual, vacation went too fast. I I saw that you guys had, like, the parents night out is there like is there any sort of like night scene there or are you like you walking around with a mickey mouse ice cream uh sandwich <laughs> on like a stick and like going into beauty and the beast playhouse or something like what do you what did you do that night well though 
I mean, all of those things would be amazing. Mickey, the Mickey Mouse ice cream bars are incredible. So they, if you ever go, you definitely have to get one. But the the night you're talking about, uh, my wife's mom, so grandma, watched all the kids. She volunteered. She said, I'll stay, stay back with the kids and let all the big kids go and have some fun. So we went to Epcot, which is the um, one of the parks that has – there's kind of like a section for a bunch of countries of the world, like – there's a Mexico, there's a U.S., there's, uh, you know, Russia, there's China, Japan, you know, all that. So you kind of can walk around, and it's that area is authentic to those countries. Like, they actually bring people in from those countries, interns or whatever, to make the food, the drinks, the decor, everything authentic to that country. So you can kind of, you know, get a little bit of a feel of being in those countries. And the biggest thing are getting, you know, the snacks or food and the drinks authentic to those countries. So... Um, while it's not like you're going out to like a club or like a bar or whatever, but it's really cool. Like the whole thing that people try to do is drink around the world and, you know, try and get a drink at each country and make it all the way around. We didn't, we went around the whole world, but we didn't get a drink at, at uh, every country. So that, that's kind of what we did. That, but it's a blast. That, that was really fun. Is there like a every single country? So is there like a North Korea portion? Like. Or is that's it? what I mean. There's not every single country. No, there's not North Korea. Uh, I don't Kim think. Jong Un, South cost. Korea. I think there is South Korea. Kim, Kim Jong Un, like guy in a costume. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's nothing like that. No, no nukes uh, to worry about when you're doing that. But you know, there's Russia, China, Japan. We got some sake shots and um, got some. Of course, we got some Moscow mules and some margaritas and stuff like that in China, uh, in Mexico. So. I, it's definitely a blast. I mean, really, like Jared, if you if you ever actually wanted to go, like with some friends, that would be the thing to do. Like, I'll tell, that's actually like really cool. A lot of fun to do with mm-hmm. a big group of friends is go there and um, it, that Epcot isn't. I mean, it's definitely Disney, but it's not like all Mickey Mouse, all you know, everything like like mm-hmm. Magic Kingdom is. It's it's a little different. So um, it's a good time. You get a passport, so you can like get a stamp at each country you stop in and stuff like that. So. Oh yeah, it, that was fun. You know, the whole Disney experience is is pretty amazing, and I know Jared, you got you kind of have the feeling it's for little kids only. But think about this: you, I mean, you've gone to Cedar Point many times, right? Yeah. Okay, and you enjoy that as an adult as well. Correct? I mean, the last time I went was when I was in eighth grade. But would you enjoy it as an adult? I mean, I'd enjoy it. Yeah. They are called amusement parks, right? Mm-hmm. So Disney is a, an amusement park set up to the tenth degree. I mean, it's just. Like like Matt's talking about Epcot, even even uh, even uh, the Disney World part of it with for the little kids, it's fun for everybody, and it, it would be a good deal. Now think about this: Matt gets admission for free too, so mm. that's not a bad setup. I, no. I think it's it's just fun all the way around. I, I think you guys, the part that's crazy to me is that every single vacation, every time that there's any sort of break, he goes to Disney World. Is why <laughs> money it's talks. Just, it's that's true. I I loved Disney World when I went when I was younger, and I think I would have a good time if I went now. But right. it's just, I you go a million times. I just kind of have the feeling like having you seen everything, that kind of thing. But maybe maybe not. I mean, it sounds like a great time. Like well, what what he just described. Oh, let's ask really Matt. Cool. How many times would you say you have been uh, to Disney World in your adult life? Uh, let's see. I think that was the fifth time. Okay, I, that's not I, that I, excessive. I had never gone. Uh, since I started, or until I started working at ESPN, like as a family growing up, we went basically everywhere, everywhere else around the country, but we didn't mm-hmm. go to Disney. So it was a first time thing for me, and then definitely now with the the little one, you know, um, and my wife loves it too. Right. So you know, this was a special one because we took her whole family, so that was kind of a little special. We're you know talking about our next one already, which <laughs> we're hoping to get at least one more trip in this year, but. 
no, it, it's it's just a ton of fun, and obviously getting in for free and the other discounts that I get, you know, on food and rooms and stuff. That's a huge help, also, because you can uh, break the bank on a week at Disney if you want to. Did Did you guys get like the matching like family reunion shirts? We uh, like my my wife and daughter and I. We had kind of matching shirts, but like the family as a whole, uh, we didn't this time. The last time I went uh, with my one of my sister's families, we all had matching shirts for sure. I think that that's part of it. There, like, not everyone there has the matching shirts, but a lot of people there have matching shirts, and I don't know. It's just cool. It's it, I, it is the happiest place I, on earth. I remember we went to Pittsburgh when that I was ex- young. I was going to bring that up, too. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back on that, just imagine, like, imagine me and the people from Pittsburgh. It's like, wow, this is where you guys went for your like family trip. You came to Pittsburgh. It was a 50th reunion or 50th anniversary uh, party for our parents. And, uh, yeah. yeah, we all – each each – family group had their own color t-shirt that had we are a little strange family jared i guess i'll have to matt you're that. probably wondering why because uh, there was a plan to record a podcast last last week just me and ted you want to so i actually saved the responses i got from ted on why we weren't able to record so i messaged <laughs> him on wednesday and he said oh sorry i forgot i took a half day from work to build a kayak dock <laughs> I, and he said, I'll let you know depending on how much I get done, if we'll be able to record. So what that means is that he wasn't working very fast because he did not get it done. I didn't get done until 8 o'clock, and I thought I was having a heart attack. <laughs> what is a kayak dock? It, that's, what is that? Okay, you know how my dock is that goes to my pontoon. It's been a while yeah, since he's been Yeah, you got a dock, there. yeah. Okay, I got a dock that's probably up, uh, you know, probably 12 to 18 inches above the water. It's hard to put a kayak in and hop on it without falling over, mm-hmm. so I, I had leftover wood from the previous dock and i built a a dock that's just pretty much water level so you can just slide the kayak right off of it you'll you'll love it nice yeah is it is it attached to your the like the pontoon dock it's it's l-shaped to the pontoon dock okay yeah so it goes cool goes perpendicular to the shore i i also need this explained okay on thursday you said (laughs) that you had church pictures scheduled (laughs) so what is that what in the world well, is going off during your week? If you ever went to church, Jared, you might understand. But they like to they like to every once in a while uh, get a family photo for uh, you know the church yearbook. Church. Why can't you do that on Sunday? Well, kind of seems like a two it's, birds it's, and one it's stone. It's a schedule, you know. They have professional photographers come in, and you're locked into a schedule. So that's what I had Thursday. What else you want to know? I, I, that's, you got more I'm stuff just, there, don't you? I just it's the, this is the first time that I've ever had like kind of a day by day run out of what you do. To, usually we only record on Sundays and just kind of find out about your weekend. But now yeah. that I know what you do throughout the week, it's, it's pretty eye opening. I totally thought that you were going to say he couldn't make it because he was catching up on Game of Thrones or something like that. No, no, no but I got plenty of uh, TV stuff we'll get into in Tedertainment tonight. Now, I know, Jared, you had uh, you had busy times because we could not connect because of my responsibilities there, building my dock, and and your job responsibilities. Tell us a little bit about your yeah, experience I was, there I was, uh, I was up as north, a landscaper. Yep, up, up north landscaping. Um, there's actually like a sweet video. It's, uh, you know, concrete, not kind of like stone steps going up to this dock, like probably... I, it's the type of job where you look at it and you go, that like it really takes your breath away. Well, now, what part of the state of Michigan are we talking about? Char- this is up in Boynton City, okay. Lake Charlevoix. Oh, um, love that area. As for what I did on that job, uh, I did you know the mulching. Okay. Um, 
Kind of the bitch job. That's pretty much what I did. That's pretty much what I'm saying here. So I can't take too much credit for what this place looked like, but that's where I was for the first three days this week. So that's what made and zero Wi-Fi, no, really no way of connecting, being able to do a show. Now, how'd it feel, though? I mean, it would feel kind of nice to, to, to unplug for a little while. And like you've, you've talked about before, you've taken this job because you want to kind of unwind your Shut brain. Shut the brain off. Yeah. Yeah, it this wasn't really much of a vacation. This was work. Right. You know, no, you woke up part. at seven and you're you get back at seven thirty, shower, eight thirty, eat, go to bed. It's pretty much what it was. Yeah. So but there is something about being out up north, just kind of the vibes different, you know. I it is. I love you talk about all the time how you used to cruise the pit sort of. I love just driving around in a car. And you talk about the perfect like cruise oh. area. Just follow the the water, the road right along the water all the way around Lake Charlevoix. It's awesome. You know, we have a lot of listeners that that don't live in the state of Michigan don't really understand how we appreciate it like we do but the the state of Michigan really is just i think one of the top states in the united states as far as you know we got the great lakes we're surrounded by the great lakes we have all the inland lakes and just neat little places like we call it up north where you were at charlevoix it's just awesome here in the mitten yeah all those all the little beach towns and especially the ones on the Great Lakes are awesome, too, but there's a lot of, like you said, really nice inland lakes. And once once the weather turns, I know it was a little later this year for you guys with the rain and the cool weather, but, yeah, once once summer hits in Michigan, I, there's maybe not a better spot to be for the summer than in Michigan because of that weather and then all those lakes and beach towns and everything like that. It's great. Well, I'll get you caught up on uh, my last week or so other than building the dock before we get to and that. And the church though. pictures. And the church pictures, which went very well, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. It seems to put 10 pounds on me every time I get my picture taken, but that's a whole nother story. But I want to tell you about Advanced Elevator Company. They feature top expert field technicians for all kinds of uh, elevator installations, troubleshooting, and repairs of elevators. They're an area business leader and longtime supporter supporter of the Corona Public Schools. We love the Jankas. Also, the CoronaConnection.com knows it's great to be gold. Keep up to date on all that is Corona at CoronaConnection.com. Well, a couple weeks ago, guys, I was uh, I had a great time. You know I'm the older guy and had a chance to celebrate granddaughter number one, her birthday, Harper, down in uh, the Indianapolis area. Had a great time, and it's funny, you know, you see all the pictures, I don't know about your kid, Matt, when uh, your daughter, when she was one years old, and you, you got to put the mandatory cake in front of them, see if they go crazy. Harper, she didn't go too wild into it. She was kind of delicate, but we had a great time. How about, how about that, your daughter? That drives me insane. The whole concept? The, yes. <laughs> that baby has no idea what's going on around her. <laughs> That's just the truth. It, it's, it's she's one year old. You don't remember anything. You don't know anything. That cake might as well have been nothing. It's for it's for the visitors. It's for the aunts and uncles, you. the parents. That's right. <laughs> That's who it's for. I was going to say that that's definitely more for yeah for all the visitors and people because yeah they have no idea what's going on a lot of times that might be the first cake they've ever had you know and yeah. they've got you know whatever 15 20 30 people just sitting there staring at them with their phones out their cameras out and stuff and it is it does seem like it either goes one of two ways like they either absolutely hate it or you know like don't are indifferent or they just go absolutely crazy on the cake our daughter she was kind of she didn't really do much she tasted it a little bit and then was like I'm done get, get this cake away from me so <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't that eventful for us. But we, well, we had a really nice time, and uh, happy birthday once again to Harper. And this weekend, yesterday, I had a chance to go up to Rifle Lake. That's up in the um, Rose City area up north. My wife's family had a family reunion up there. It's right on the water, Rifle Lake, beautiful area. And uh, they, she has two remaining uh, aunts and uncles. She has an aunt left alive and an uncle left alive. 
out of a family of, I believe, 12 or 13 siblings. It's mm-hmm. real tough to see that go down. But, you know, you got you got to make your appearance, and you never know if it's the last time you're going to see him or not. But uh, a great great party yesterday and uh, back at it today. There's something that that reminded me of. Okay. So going around our family, Matt, um, we go up to Onaway every year. Family reunion every year. And as you talked about, as we talked about earlier, Ted's, you know, building this kayak dock and he's got the house <laughs> out on Lake So he's been trying to, to move our family reunion that everyone knows and loves and looks forward to every year to his his house, which I think he thinks is like a cabin or some, some <laughs> magical cabin. He's been trying to move it there for the last like three years. And little do I know. It has been moved there this year. We're not going to our family reunion normal spot. It's 100% been moved to Ted's house. Wrong, and he couldn't wrong, be more happy wrong, wrong. Now let's clear, I, let's clear before, this up. I feel like there has to be a legitimate reason. No, let's clear this up. We, uh, Where I live, we have 4th of July fireworks on the Saturday after the 4th. And we had a group get together last year to come out. We did on away last year, didn't we, Jared? <laughs> yes, you did not want to go. You were there for like what? Five hours, now, now, maybe. Now let's set the stage a little bit clear here, though. the The main two people for Onaway is Grandma and Grandpa, right? Your grand, yes. right? Now who who primarily is the is the taxi driver for <laughs> Grandma and Grandpa? You do that so that you don't have to spend more than no a day. Then. Absolutely, you hate going. No, we can I tell, do. We, you, I you go to bed at ten every time we're you there. You are so full of <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Going, we all know it. No, so so last year, Grandma and Grandpa, your Grandma and Grandpa, my parents, they said they can't take it anymore. They can't do it anymore. Now I will give you this: I did make a suggestion to have it at my house, and I heard a a couple of rumblings, and then I thought to myself, "Yeah, I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be the one that says we can't do on away anymore." So. I'm going to say it publicly right now on Three Point Podcast. If anybody wants to organize, including yourself, an on-away trip again, go for it. I'll even go. Matt, okay, before Matt, before you weigh in on this as someone that's a third party, know that last year when we had it scheduled on-away, he decides, so we have this famous cornhole tournament, trophy and everything. He decides that the trophy is now going to be decided at his house. Oh, the, wrong you, again. <laughs> wrong again. You did that. No, I didn't do that. You proclaimed that the trophy is now being handed out at your house. All right. What, you, show is me there a cornhole show tournament planned for Saturday? Yes, there is. But <laughs> I don't have a trophy. <laughs> not, the, not the true tournament, then. And and who wrecked, and who wrecked the trophy? It's got, we got a new one. It's currently sitting in my room right now. Uh, I'm the champion. Boy, I, I, I'm i glad we were off two weeks. All this false information coming out right now. <laughs> it's ridiculous. There will be a cornhole tournament, Matt. And apparently... Without me knowing it, there's a trophy on the line. <laughs> and by the way, it's kind of funny we're talking about a trophy when Jared is the defending champion. He wants to keep the trophy. Well, maybe I'm, I wasn't hearing if he wants to keep the trophy or if he's wanting a new trophy. So maybe he's wanting to keep the Onaway <laughs> trophy and start a new Lake Manitou trophy. Oh, so maybe. That, it's, like, it's like the ABA and the NBA. I currently hold the title to both because there was not an Onaway tournament last year because, like I said, Ted decided that the tournament was now going to take place at his house. No, no, wait a minute. George, your Uncle George, is the Onaway cornhole organizer. No, yes. I have nothing to do with that. <laughs> you tried to, you tried to, just like how the NBA and the ABA <laughs> tried to merge, you tried to take over the cornhole. I just cannot believe the misinformation being passed here on this podcast tonight. <laughs> 
This is this is Whatever. unacceptable. This is this is probably the worst radio that anyone's ever heard. That's <laughs> not a part of our family. But. <laughs> no, that's probably true. We better move on. <laughs> family, the family drama is always everyone's got it. It's always interesting. But I I knew there had to be a legitimate reason why Ted wanted to move it. It wasn't just selfish reasons. Thank you, Matt. That's why I like you best. Is there, so I I haven't been out to your spot. I've heard a lot about your place, you know, with the pontoon and right. now your kayak dock and everything. Oh, yeah. Are people going to be able to like, camp at your place? They're, they're or, more or than welcome. Or is this in are people just going to, like, go on home or whatever? No, no. We, we sent an open invite to anybody, especially the out-of-towners. They're more than welcome to camp. Now, one thing I have to be careful of this year, we had uh, my brother George and his twin boys camped a couple years ago. I forgot the sprinkler system was still on. <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> so they got a little wet. <laughs> part of camping though <laughs> yeah it was a rain shower <laughs> <laughs> nice all right is there anything else we got to get on the table here for weekend stuff and catching up with our own personal family business well i mean just coming up this week is the fourth so yeah any big plans i mean your your place they do their fireworks the weekend after but yeah we're, we got the party uh, on the sixth i don't have any real big plans for the fourth how about you jared no, uh, we have we do have the Fourth of July off and the Fifth of July. I saw that all which weekend, which is awesome. Right? Yeah. I love that. I'm not sure what we're doing. Like we said, you got the sixth out at Lake Manitou. Uh, basically, our family reunion. As I said, it's basically been replaced. That so I've that taken that, over. Uh, just the just the <laughs> the biggest like boating partying weekend. Now the family reunion has now been moved to that weekend. So kind of puts a damper on things. Where I may have been up north at Higgins Lake or something like that. But oh my god, you'll still be on a lake though, and yeah. you, there'll be fireworks and. Well, I'm just it's curious. a great time. No, I'm not. It's, I don't have a cornhole tournament. I, yeah, I'm just I curious. Know, did you get, I don't know if that's been set. All right, did you feel guilted into coming to this this party <laughs> at my house? You're more than welcome to go up north. <laughs> no, this is. It's just when you tried. Well, it, this is what happened when you canceled the other family reunion. This is the only time I get to see a lot of my family. Oh. So this is what. This is where we're at now. I guess. Well, well. I think this is this is like the ultimate tease to the next three point podcast, where we actually find out how this all went down. Yes, and and I can't wait to. And I couldn't Stay pass tuned. up on uh, some of Tom's cooking on your grill. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't pass up on that. <laughs> he might be back again. <laughs> uh, we're gonna hear more about Jared pulling, calling out your man card. Oh, it sounds oh, yeah. like it, but you can tell I don't really care. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to get into some NBA talk. We'll let one of you guys set it up here before we do, though. Uh, I just want to tell you a little bit about Card Service Michiana. They offer the best credit card setup and equipment for both new and existing merchants, guaranteed to save you money. No contract, no monthly minimums, or early termination fees. Call 574-238-1397 or contact us here at 3 Point Pod for details. And, you know, if you're in town, you want to go out and get some libations, Rivals Tap House and Grill, that's the official sports bar of Three Point Podcast. Come on out on the first of the month, first of the month party tonight. We're recording Sunday, but uh, tonight, when you hear this, will be Monday, July first. Dollar beers, five dollar burgers, so much fun. Also, join the patio party on the fourth of July, and every Thursday night is bike night at Rivals. Awesome food and drink, Rivals Tap House and Grill in Corona. Well, like you said, Ted, uh, we're recording this Sunday night and getting into some some NBA talk. The by the time this pod drops, a lot of this news and probably even more news will be out. But free agency officially opened today at 6 p.m. So we, obviously there, we, we knew a lot of the stuff that was going to happen because of all the rumors and just how social media and everything works now. We knew a lot that would happen, but now teams are officially able to, to make their moves. The biggest ones being 
Kyrie and KD to the Nets. That that's the biggest ones. A lot of guys are staying. Uh, Clay Thompson's going to stay with the Warriors. Kawhi still hasn't announced as of right now that we're recording. Derrick Rose to the Pistons, though. I don't know what you guys think, but I'm really curious to see what they do with Reggie Jackson. I don't know if they're going to try and work out a trade or just roll with Jackson and Derrick Rose in the backcourt. But honestly, like if Derrick Rose can play like he did last year, he had a pretty solid season. He played really well, actually, for the Timberwolves. Derrick Rose, Blake Griffin, Andre Drummond, and then you know sprinkling a little Reggie Jackson, I guess. That makes the Pistons a pretty solid squad in the East. Get Reggie Jackson the hell out of town. I, agree I don't know that. what you're talking about. No, yeah. you do I, not no, want I'm, them. Though. I'm with you. I'm just saying if they're stuck with it. <laughs> I, I like it. Two-year, $15 million deal. Seems like a steal to me just because D-Rose is a, I like that the Pistons are signing some big names. 2011, 10-year-old me is so ecstatic <laughs> with this roster. Derrick Rose, Blake Griffin. I would have thought that we were like the war. We, I would have thought that this would have been the biggest dynasty in the world like eight years ago. Yeah. One because I was an idiot kid, and two because they were just like such big stars then. Well, like Matt said too. I mean, he is at least coming off a good year. You know, I mean, a couple years before that, you weren't sure what what he what he was going to bring to the table. But I mean. They're not going to have to pay him a ton of money, and uh, he will help the team. So I, I'm on board with getting him in, getting rid of Reggie if they can get him out of there. You know, I don't know what they have to do. I'm not a big Reggie fan. So is he the most hated player in all of the league by their own fan base, like Reggie Jackson? Yeah, I mean, he has to be one of them because I don't know if there's anyone who is like a legitimate Reggie Jackson fan. He hasn't. He just hasn't done. He hasn't lived up to the money no. uh, that the Pistons signed him to. You know, at least at least Drummond has made an All Star. You know, and had some had some big games, but Reggie Jackson just hasn't done much. So, I I mean I don't know if you can count on Derrick Rose to be like an every game starter anymore. He played 51 games last year. He only started 13 for the Timberwolves, so he was primarily a bench player for them. But he averaged 18 points a game. So I mean, for a prime primarily a bench player, you know, six man, whatever you want to say. To average 18 points a game, that's not too bad. It, it, did, but why did Derrick Rose do this? Is this him like it's Derrick Rose time? You know, like he thinks he's gonna like take over the like, take take over the Pistons, be like a star. Like, I, well, I think he's probably running a little bit of options, don't you? I mean, how many yeah how many teams are out there looking for a 30 year old guard that is iffy? Yeah, know? and maybe I mean the money probably was a part, but maybe. Who's the guy, Tom Gores, our, our, yeah. our owner or whatever? Maybe he told him, you know, maybe they're going to give him more playing time than other teams. Maybe they told him they're going to start him or something. Sure. So, yeah, I'm sure he was running his options. And if he can play, he played 51 games. If he can play 50, 55 games, especially if he can get up to, like, 60 games, I'd say uh, that's a win because, yeah, at this point you don't know what you're going to get out of him. But they need playmakers, and they, they got a playmaker. So Let's be honest here. I mean, this is pretty much – the most excited we're going to be about this is right now. I mean, what in realistically, what does this do to the Pistons? Maybe makes us a seven seed instead of an eight seed. I just, it's. I mean, I think it, it really does not, depend on like if Kawhi stays with the Raptors. If he stays with the Raptors, then obviously they're probably the favorite to win the title. But you know, if he goes to the West, you know, so that at least you don't know what to expect out of the Raptors without Kawhi. The Nets getting KD and Kyrie, but, but KD we've talked about it before. KD probably not going to play all of next year. You don't really know what uh, the Nets are going to do. The Celtics losing Kyrie, but the Celtics are going to sign Kemba Walker. That's pretty even uh, trade. But they were kind of a mess last year. So, I mean, now they're adding a new point guard, and, you know, they're losing Al Horford probably. So I kind of don't know what to expect out of the Celtics. The Sixers, same thing. I mean, I don't know they're good, but what I see, J.J. Redick is going to leave for the Pelicans. He was kind of a good role player for them. So I I, I, to a 
if if Kawhi leaves, I feel like the East is like a little bit wide open. So, you know, maybe Blake can get back to his MVP form like he was last year and make a little noise. And it, and it's emerged that like the Lakers have became basically a front runner for Kawhi, which I love. I'm I'm a bigger Laker fan than you are, Matt. I think that it's fair to say that because I'm such a big LeBron fan, and you really don't like him, so it kind of equals us out. It does. Um, but the thing, can you guys like really just step in the shoes of the, the San Antonio Spurs? Like you 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 basically build Kawhi right. to like the player he is. You got Chip England makes him like a star, like just an incredible shooter or whatever when he really wasn't coming into the league, and then he just goes to Toronto best player in the league. Everything's, like, working out perfectly for him. I was, like, thinking about, like, what is this like? And it's almost like, imagine, like, if you were dating a girl and, like, you were just, like, super into, like, working out and stuff. And then you like, oh, hey, you want to come, like, join me at the gym? <laughs> like, start dieting with me? Like, she gets, like, super hot. And then she just dumps you for, like, your best friend. And it's a, that's a pretty good that's a pretty good breakdown. It's pretty good, yeah. It's not. And bad. then you and then you have to follow her on Instagram, and she's got millions of followers and posting all these pictures and everything, like Kawhi going off to win an NBA championship. Yep. Squat yeah. squat pictures and <laughs> t- that's you're on Instagram, aren't you? I yeah, I don't do a lot on it. I I follow a few people. Did you see that Kevin Durant made his decision on Instagram? What's your thoughts about no. that? Well, actually. I don't. I don't really care. I, I wanted to back up for a second. So it's official that KD to the Brooklyn Nets. Yep, f- for sure. Him yes. and Kyrie. percent. Wow, that's big news. I thought that was yeah. still rumor. And uh, D'Angelo Russell obviously going somewhere else. Okay. No, I don't mind, Jared. Is it? it in today's day and age? I mean, who cares? Matt, what do you think? Is it a little bit weird that Ted is on Instagram? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. I maybe I'm wrong. I, <laughs> is it weird? No, I don't think it's weird. I think this is where the generate. I don't know if we've talked about this before, but this is where the generational thing comes in, and this is where I kind of land in the middle on this one, as I normally do. Right. I was in college when Facebook started, so I was in that like first generation of Facebook where you had to have the .edu email address to use Facebook. And for me, it was really weird when they opened it up to everyone you just had to have an email address so everyone could get on facebook so like for you jared ever since you've been on facebook it's just been everyone but for Mm -hmm. me it was real weird when parents and grandparents and teachers and stuff could start getting on facebook so yeah i guess like to me like seeing you know parents whoever on instagram i'm just used to it now so i don't know why you're finding it weird because that's all you've ever known well i i think this might have to be and i wish i would have done it before the pod but i'm just curious like who you follow on instagram like that might be a rabbit hole for me well, to I'll go down what, like yeah. one of these days. Let, let's save I, let's save a little bit of this because we talked about it. We were going to do you and I when Matt was on vacation. We were going to do a, a generational thing, asking specific questions, right? Mm-hmm. And we talked about it, and we're going to do that next week. So we'll recap the uh, Lake Manitou family reunion that now has replaced Onaway. We'll talk about that. We'll talk yeah. about what else is going on in sports. And why don't we do that next week? Why don't we? Get into that's, some what, of that's, a, that's what they call a tease. Yeah, I like that. You know, I've been in the business for a while, young man. <laughs> <laughs> to add to the tease, there if you anyone go. And I'll tell you what social and wants to I'll hear talk. us talk about anything generational. <laughs> hit us up and see if you know we, we can get into whatever topic you want. Yeah. Did so obviously Kyrie and yeah, Katie. That's awesome. On the Brooklyn Nets. Yep. I can't stand Kyrie Irving. He, believe it or not, he has taken over the top spot as my most hated over Stephen Curry. 
Really? I can't. He just thinks he's like so much smarter than everyone in in the world. Like I can't imagine being a teammate of his on the Celtics, where it's like, dude, we're we're the same age, and you're sitting here like talking just because you won, you got carried by your bootstraps to a title by LeBron. There's no you doubt. think that you're just he played like, well, but so still so experienced and so cultured and so smart. It just it would drive it would drive me up a wall, especially when you're on a team with a guy like Jalen Brown, who's actually is smart. Plus, he's a dookie. I mean, he's a dookie, and he also was a flat earther for a while. I don't. I think he's yeah. retracted that, but someone who legitimately thinks the earth is flat. <laughs> Not sure I can take him very seriously, but he had he had all those uh, commercials last year saying he wanted his jersey hung in you know the the Celtics arena, and he was having all this. He had this whole campaign about being a Celtics legend, and he had a like a press conference basically last year with the fans saying he was going to resign there next summer being this summer so and then now he he immediately flops over because they have a bad season you know he was kind of hit or miss and now he's leaving so yeah i don't know like that's kind of just how it is in today's nba but i'm kind of with you jared i mean he's obviously crazy talented but and it's like annoying to me today's nba obviously that said if he signed with the pistons or the lakers i'd probably it it was big it was big news like a few weeks ago nothing's really happened like chris paul wanted out of houston what is your guys' like takes on like demanding a trade? And can you imagine if I was like thinking about this? Can you imagine if you could just like request a trade, like in, in everyday things, like just request a trade from your marriage, like a wife swap or something like that? Oh, well, you know <laughs> those, those things do happen. But. <laughs> well, not, not like forever. You're just like I, I want out of this marriage. We're, we're trading. I, I I'm not a big fan of it, but I can understand it. I mean, I mean, don't you think that? Chris Paul's going to be out of there anyway. Don't you think there's some, the real friction between him and Harden that they they will not be able to get along this next he, year? He's no Kobe Bryant. You know, he's not going to force just a really good player out of town like Kobe Bryant. You, you don't think so? No. Okay. I, I think that they're going to be able to work through it. I really okay. do, I think. So you, you do you feel he will stay in Houston, or do you think he's going to demand a trade? I don't think they have many options. He, his contract is so big, and yeah. it's almost it's absurd. It's one of the worst contracts in the league, honestly. Thirty-six million or something wow. like that, I think, is what he's getting paid. I just don't know if there, there's no way that the Rockets are going to be able to get enough in return. Is there a team a that would, if you look at it, that it would fit, that he would fit and really help solidify them? If I guess you can't go to the Lakers; they don't have enough money unless they just sign him and give up on mm-hmm. Kawhi. Because I'm fascinated by the thought process of Kawhi with the Lakers. I mean, that would be an unreal. Yeah, Kawhi, Anthony Davis, and LeBron. Even you yeah. know. LeBron getting towards the end of his career, you know, he's obviously still got a good few years left in him. But yeah, that'd be that'd be a wild team to watch. I mean, just there's there's still just like so many because them against. I was just thinking like seeing them go up against the Nets. But I mean, it's just wild to think that the Nets are giving Durant a, a max deal max. with knowing he's going to probably have to sit out a whole year. But yeah, I, I don't think I don't know what to think about Chris Paul. I mean, he obviously is one of the best point guards of all time. Never made it to the, the NBA Finals, though. Um, he's you know clearly at the end of his career. But at requesting a trade, it is kind of weird. But it's also like it's one of those things that is kind of strange. I mean, they sign these contracts, so in theory, you should have to fulfill the contract that you sign. But you know, like any other job or any other profession, like if you want to get up and leave, you can. If you, you go find another job or go move to another city or whatever. And so, I mean, I feel like there's a side that they should be able to request a trade. But at the same time, they signed a contract, so you should have to fulfill that contract. So it is kind of weird. And uh, i got to backtrack for one second. Really, do, is Chris Paul considered one of the greatest point guards of all time? Oh, I Who think do you so. think's I, I better? Just, like his stats, I mean, yeah, he hasn't had the playoff success, but 
Um, his his numbers alone, I, he, one of the best, you know, and I'm not saying he's the best. He's not better than – I mean, would you put him ahead of Steph Curry at this point? Would I? No. Not, never I mean, in a million years. That. I hate Steph Curry. But. Isaiah Thomas. Okay. Bob Cousy, right? <laughs> nah, we won't go quite back that far. But, I mean, there have been some pretty awesome point guards. I, I don't know. I, I haven't studied the stats that just jumped out at me when you made that statement. I'd say he was uh, – Obviously an what, all-star point guard, but one of the greatest of all time. I, that's a stretch to me. What, what jumped out to me during that was that he's you're you're, you're perplexed that they offered KD a, a max contract. Well, yeah, I think we talked about this a couple of weeks. We I'm like on the fence of that because yeah, I, I do think if he didn't have the Achilles injury, obviously he's going to get like the Superman. He's going to probably still be the with the Warriors and everything. But I don't. It's just crazy thing. He's going to be if he does sit out all of next year and. He's going to be 32 when he comes back, if he does sit out all of next year. Coming off an Achilles, he's played a ton of minutes, basically been in the playoffs his whole career and everything. I, it's just, I'm on the, I was on the side with you, Jared, that you still got to offer KD a max because he's that great of a player. Mm-hmm. But it's just crazy to think you're going to pay him whatever it works out to be, whatever it is, $30 million or whatever, next year to just sit on the bench and rehab. It's kind of crazy to think about that. Do you guys know of anybody that ever has come back from an Achilles in less than a year, let's say nine months, and been a hundred percent. No, I that it's why that's why it's one of the scarier. I, I mean, Boogie Cousins hasn't looked that same. Kobe right. Bryant basically re- ended his career pretty much. Right. I think Isaiah Thomas, same thing, wasn't Can, it? Here, so let's say that we're all free agents. Okay? okay, we're we're all not we're not Kawhi Leonard. Let's say that we're as talented as Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. Where do you think that you would honestly sign if you were a free agent? Right if, now, they ever everything as it's currently constructed. Looking at the landscape of the NBA right now, you're just getting dropped team. into the NBA. You're not. You don't have any. You haven't played for any teams before that. Where do you want to play? Hmm. Are we taking like living, like you know, where that city is into account? You oh know, yeah. Being, whether it's LA or Milwaukee, hundred percent. This is your life. This is this is your business decision. Basketball, social life, location, everything. It'd be tough. It'd be tough for me to to go against Golden State. I still think that they've got a solid organization san francisco one of the greatest cities in the world uh steve Kerr, a great coach so i would say top choice would be golden state and this might surprise you because they got just a terrible owner and i'm really confused on why brooklyn is getting all the love but the new york knicks just there's something about the big apple madison square garden and playing in new york i mean I, that would be probably my second choice there really must be something bad going on yeah, in those gotta meetings. be that it's just, I mean, obviously, everyone talks about how bad of an owner James Dolan is. Right. I just would be curious to see like what the infrastructure is like there compared to I don't know Brooklyn because it must be something that's tipping people off. Like, do not come here. Well, the thing too is Brooklyn has is really become an up and coming borough. You know, I mean, it's become a big time part of the New York scene. Yeah, you're not right on Manhattan, but you're Manhattan adjacent, and uh, and Brooklyn really has improved itself. As a city, mm-hmm. so near stones throw from you know all exactly the right things there. happening in New York, yep. just like you said, the Barclays but Center's brand new. I don't. I mean, you, Warriors would be interesting if I didn't hate Steph Curry. I, it's just yeah. the, I think in my person, it's L.A. Lakers, Lakers or the Clippers. I think L.A. just seems like such a great place to live. And do you for me again? I'm the old timer. I still just have a hard time with the Clippers. If I'm going to go to L.A. You know, Showtime. The it's got to be the Lakers. The Lakers are an epic organization. Yeah, they've they've fallen on some tough times, but play for the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm taking them over the Clippers, and I don't care. You know, uh, the difference of management or anything. I just if I was going to play in L.A., it would for sure be the Lakers. Yeah, there's a side to me that just feels like the Clippers are that organization that 
there's always going to be the Clippers. Like, if you think they had Chris Paul in his prime, Blake Griffin in his prime, and, you know, DeAndre Jordan, a bunch of other guys, and couldn't get it done, like, when are they ever going to get it done? Even if they did sign Kawhi and a couple other guys, it just seems like even if, like you said, the Lakers are falling on tough times right now, the Lakers still run that town, and it's still the Lakers, you know. Um, so, yeah, the Lakers would be one. The Miami Heat, I think it would be pretty cool to play for the Heat and live in Miami, yeah, live on be South bad. Beach. That would probably be an all right life uh, and live in Florida mm-hmm. and, you know, all that stuff. I do still think the Spurs, too. The Spurs would probably be really cool. You know, a great organization. You know, Texas, San Antonio is a cool city. Uh, you know, I guess Pop is getting towards the end of his career, but he's still, you know, one of the greatest coaches of all time. So, yeah, I think those would probably, off the top of my head, be one of the or the ones that I would maybe choose. The thing, I, I do wonder if the whole, like you'd saying about um, Madison Square Garden and the Knicks, I wonder if that's becoming like one of those like tall tales almost. Like, is there really, is it really that cool to play at Madison Square Garden anymore? Like, I, I think it is. There's a lot of history there and a lot of great events, boxing and, you know, Broadway, sure. all these other things that happen in that arena, but... I don't, the Knicks haven't been good for a real long time, and you know I just wonder if, there, if there's that feeling of you got to play for the Knicks. It's it's New York City, it's Broadway, it's you know the Big Apple. But I mean they haven't even they haven't even been good in 30 years basically, yeah, and you know that you still have to deal with the New York media and stuff. So and you have to live in New York City, which obviously isn't for everyone. So I don't I don't know if the Knicks are what they used to and be. I, I guess I'm surprised that you didn't say the Orlando Magic. That seems like, that seems <laughs> yeah, like the best. You get to work. Yeah, I mean, they're owned. But I'm pretty sure they're partly owned by Disney or something. So yeah, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> that, was, that was a good one. I like that. <laughs> well, we're, well, it's it's prediction time, boys. Where we don't know yet, but where do we think Kawhi is going to end up? I really do think it's the Lakers. You think Lakers? And I would say that if you if you the, think they Vegas sign had, all, sign all three, they got LeBron. They've got uh, and then I just think they get a bunch a bunch of, of scrubs. I mean, they have J.R. Smith. They have Kyle Kuzma. Right. Just bunch of veterans that just come. Just like what the Warriors have been doing, you know, the past. Kind of like the Cavaliers did too. Yeah, exactly. Just get a bunch of those guys to come in and sign for low, just to, to ring chase. Pretty Boy. much. Do you think yeah, that if if you can if that that three right there. You know those three guys you just named. You can get. I mean, Kuzma. I mean, Kuzma's a solid player too, and he's young. And he signed. Um, I mean, that's that's not a bad court, but yeah, you do still need some depth because uh, Anthony Davis has an injury history. Even LeBron now, you know, got hurt. Um, Kawhi, you know, had to basically set out a whole year. So you do need, still need some depth, but those three, if they're healthy, uh, you'd almost have to make them a, mm-hmm. the favorite to win All the West. Are, I would yeah. think. What do they, you guys think? Also, I mean, I was going to throw this out there about. You know, the NBA now, they've, they've figured it out in the regular season. These star players are only going to play 60 games maximum. Yeah, that's, that's fine with me. Yeah. I think that's the smart way to do it. If it gives you a couple more years of these star players playing, you sure. know, extends their prime, I'm 100%. You know, and right. I'm, not, I'm not against it, and they're already talking about maybe, uh, what, uh, shortening the regular season, right? I don't think they're ever going to do that. Don't you? Yeah. Not for a while, anyway. I mean, just they're... Yeah. They always say, "Oh, it's all about the money or whatever," and I just—it's—it's it's kind of a slippery slope too, because you know, if you have these guys play sixty games, you still have to get yourself in playoff position. You know, mm-hmm. the seeding is very important in the NBA. Uh, but let's face it, and and I'm one of the biggest slappies for NBA playoffs there is. I I don't pay attention hardly at all to the regular season. I think you guys do definitely more than I do. But when they crank into the playoffs, that's that's where the NBA shines. I mean, that's mm-hmm. where. That's where they make their money. I mean, yeah. that's where they get all the glitz and glamour. Right. So, I mean, like to that point, that's maybe an argument in support of short shortening the season because if that's 
if the playoffs are where the spotlight is and you want your stars to be there. And, I mean, these NBA finals, we, we just saw that. I mean, yeah. two of the biggest stars in the NBA weren't playing in the NBA finals. Is that because of a long NBA season? You know, who knows? But I think there is something to the load management thing. I mean, people have talked about – James Harden basically has has had to carry the Rockets for the past three years through the regular season. He runs out of gas in the playoffs. And Kobe's Kobe's injury, he was playing that year with Mike D'Antoni, who is James Harden's coach right now. And Kobe that year, when he blew his Achilles out, was playing some of the most minutes of his career. And he was, you know, towards the end of his career already. So, um, you know, there was fatigue setting in and stuff like that. So you have to wonder if some of these injuries that creep up are because of the minutes and the amount of games they're having to play. Do you? I just have one more hypothetical for you guys. Do you think that you would ever? So let's say you're at the tail end of your career, right? And you haven't won an NBA title yet. Do you think you would ever just kind of tuck away your balls and go ring chase, join the Warriors, as you know, play, play three, four, or five minutes a game? That's an easy question. Hell yes! Wow, for sure. If I if I had never won, if I had never won, what what's pride have to do with it? You go you go contribute to a team, and you take home the championship. I'm all about winning. I'm not all about glory or, or, or uh, <laughs> ego. I want to win. That's what I've always been about, and that's what I think most of these well, guys are. What do you think, Matt? Jared disagrees with me. I can see it on his face. Oh, I'm, I'm 100% on board with that. I mean, I, I would, you know, yeah, maybe early in your career you want to try and be the guy, you know, try and lead a team. But, yeah, right. if you get towards the end of your career, maybe like where Chris Paul is right now or some of these other guys, you know, yeah, you want to have that experience. Even if it is only 10, 12 minutes a night, you know, that's, that's very important to a team to have guys coming off the bench or whatever who can contribute like that and to get that experience of going to an NBA championship, playing for a championship team. And, um, I mean, just like uh, very not even close to talking about an NBA experience. But, you know, I had, a, I had a bench role, I guess you could say, on my senior year basketball team that went to the Final Four, and I was perfectly fine playing that role, um, you know, doing what I could to help the team out. And, you know, that I wouldn't trade that experience for anything. So I think a lot of guys would, would do that at the end of their career. You got the final word on that one, Jared. I think the thing, if you were, let's say you were a star in your day, like a Chris Paul, like a Carmelo Anthony. Yes. Okay. Good example. You would be okay just because it's based pretty much, that's pretty much what Carmelo Anthony will not do. That's a bad example because I kind of hate what Carmelo Anthony is doing. <laughs> kind of bad, trying to back myself a into job. a corner. Yeah, you did. I... Uh, so yeah, let's just uh, move on from that. Look, yeah, like somebody like Pete Maravich or Bill Walton back in the day. You know, they joined the Celtics, and Walton got a ring with the Celtics. He led Portland, the Portland Trailblazers, to a title when he was young and healthy. And of course, he had injury problems, but still was one of the best centers in the NBA. He chased that ring late in his career, helped the Celtics to a title with Bird, McHale, and those guys. I mean, I don't know. Because, I mean, you look at it, what, what is the narrative for a lot of the greats? Carl Malone, uh, John Stockton, Patrick Ewing. No title. Even, even if they would have, yeah, like Barkley. Malone tried to hop on with the Lakers and get that ring. Um, but the narrative now is, you know, or Charles Barkley, they're one of these all-time greats but they never won an NBA championship. Even if, like, that year, say, Malone went to the Lakers and won a ring and clearly he, you know, maybe hopped on with the Lakers to try and win a ring, he still would have had that on his resume, won NBA championship. But, so I think that changes a lot. But I kind of respect – I like, what Carl Malone did, that's just – that's a dumpster fire. I respect what John Stockton did. Same two guys, same team. John Stockton said, you know what, I'm good. I'm just going to stay in Utah. Carl Malone jumped from team to team, joined the Lakers – Never ever really ended up winning that title, and it just it looks like a joke now. I don't know. So you, you tell that you step that line if you decide to ring chase. 
Well, it's a good discussion. You end up looking sure. like Tracy McGrady on the Spurs bench. You know, we don't hit we don't hit on this it's enough. <laughs> we don't hit on this enough. But anybody that listens to this podcast has comments. Maybe wants to jump on board on any of our debates. Hit us up on Twitter at Three Point Pod. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, just to clarify, so I, I did a quick search. Uh, ESPN published an article not not too long ago. Best point guards ever in the NBA. Chris Paul landed number six on that list. So. My my hot take I threw out there wasn't too far off. Okay. Who was who was in front of him? Do you have that? Yep. Isaiah number five, Curry number four, Stockton number three. I'm good. God. Oscar Robertson number two, and then Magic Johnson number one. John Stockton. That's a joke. No, I I think he's I think he's as good or better than Chris Paul. Well, would you say that he's better than Isaiah Thomas? No. Well, he's so on. that he's on the list higher. Yeah. yeah. I think Isaiah Thomas deserves to be higher. Who's who's behind Paul? So behind Paul goes number seven is Nash, eight Jason Kidd, nine Walt Frazier, ten Bob Cousy. Uh-huh. Listen, I, I'm the biggest Steve Nash fan, biggest John Stockton fan, but let's be honest. Let's be honest, Peter. Go ahead. Do you Keep honestly going. think that they're top ten cards? As as strictly a point sure. guard, that position has changed so much. You know, like Stockton used to be. I'd say Chris Paul is kind of like John Stockton a little bit in the sense, like what the point guard position is supposed to be. You know, not necessarily a ton of scoring, but running the offense, setting guys up to score. You know, playing defense, distributing, and stuff like that. That position is just so different now. Like what Steph Curry and Russell Westbrook and stuff are doing with that. And really, I think Isaiah Thomas was maybe one of the one of the first to play point guard like that. Yeah, more scoring. Well, you know, now that I've now that I heard the list, I guess you know Paul belongs in the top ten anyway. It sounds like, yeah, so. and he's up there like the the no ring thing. Maybe he needs to chase a ring and get one. That that hurts him. That hurts him for sure. All right, we had any other NBA talk we want to get on the table, boys? I was just going to throw some out real quick, like the money. I just saw one that came out. Chris Middleton, he's a player for the Bucks. Um, not necessarily. He's one of the better players in the league. He's not not one of the greatest or whatever, but. Um, he's a solid player. He signed five years, $178 million. It's just like the money that is being thrown around the NBA is wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's unreal. Oh, hey, uh, Ted, you're good. You're in good company with your uh, Kevin Durant take. Okay. The Knicks reportedly were not willing to offer Kevin Durant a max contract due to his injuries. So uh-huh. you and James Dolan. That's oh, good. my God. That's uh, quite a crew you got there. Yeah, yeah. I get slapped on that one for sure. Well, I, I can see him getting the max. I mean, I, I understand it. I just would have been hesitant to do it. So, so next time you mock James Dolan, well, we all can mock very similar brain. <laughs> we can all mock James Dolan, but guess what? He owns an NBA team, so he's done something right. He might be a moron, but yep. he still owns the New York Knickerbockers. Yeah. So, what's the before we? What's the final prediction though? With Derrick Rose on the Pistons, do we? Does it all depend on what everyone else does, or do we think this jumps them up to like a three or four seed in the East? Depends on Dear Kawhi. God, no. it depends on Kawhi. If he leaves Toronto. You know, it it might jump him up to a, a four or five, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, you know, I don't know much about these kids they drafted. Yeah. Is, you know, potential, Doom. but they're not going to give them a lot, are they? Well, we're going to have some uh, some entertainment news. I got some good stuff for you guys. But before we get to that, uh, for any industrial field service project, contact the ProMech Engineering Pros. For any industrial field service project you have, ProMech specializes in turnkey installations and startups. For more details, go online at pro-mech.com or hit us up at 3 Point Pod on Twitter or the other social sites we have. Also, go online at 
SheridanAuctionService.com for info on upcoming auctions selling on July 11th. You'd like this one, Jared. An air-filled bouncy house. Also an obstacle course along Sounds with more a, like Matt would like that one. <laughs> a sweet travel trailer. Call Troy Crow at 989-720-SELL for other details or hit him up online at SheridanAuctionService.com for upcoming auctions. Is it a Disney-themed bounce house? Uh, no, but it's colorful. Okay, there we go. Boys, uh, you know, it's been a couple weeks, and you'll be a little bit surprised, but uh, I actually went out to the movie theater and saw two movies in the last couple of weeks, and I'm going to start with the freshest one, okay? I saw the movie yesterday. Uh, I saw that on Friday afternoon. About 4 o'clock. If you're checking my time frame there, Jared, I was officially off the clock. You know what was funny about um, this? You posted a picture of the ticket. Of the ticket, yes. And it's you. Ha- I, I had no idea what movie it was even for because it, it didn't say it on the ticket. just said yesterday. You thought I went yesterday? I, no, I, did it didn't say. I don't think yeah, it, it said, said yesterday. Yes, it, it did. It did. Oh. But one thing I did notice, it said senior ticket on it. If correct, yes. I Is, do get senior discounts when I go to the, the, to the flicks. Are you begrudging me that? No, I, I qualify. Just, was there ever, and this may be something better saved for next week, so, but I, I might as well say it now. <laughs> when you, like, the second you turned 60, did you start using th- these discounts all over? Did it take a couple years for you to finally, you know, all right, I'm a senior? Oh, no. 55, man. Oh, it's 55. AARP. I started using AARP. Yeah. All right. Okay. Absolutely. I made it that long in life. I'm going to make. I'm gonna take advantage of it. But let's go to the movie review, okay? Yep. Uh, do you know much about it? Either one of you guys know much I about know, it. It's, uh, and maybe you would do a better job, but it's about the guy. The Beatles never existed, and he went and kind yeah, of Yeah, you know, a little bit corny on the concept, but what it was is, you know, uh, he was a fledgling musician in England. He had this girl that was his manager. You know, he would go perform at bars and, you know, uh, clubs and whatnot, and he finally got fed up with it. He was, you know, he, he'd had enough. His career was going nowhere. He was going to go back to his, his first uh, career, which was teaching. And that night he's riding his bike home and there's a solar episode and all the power throughout the world clicks off for a short period of time. And the second that the power clicked off, he's hit by a bus on his bike because the lights on the bus even went out. So he comes to in the hospital and, uh, you know, he's recovering and he says something to his girlfriend manager about... uh, yeah, he's, he quoted a couple lyrics from the song When I'm 64 by the Beatles. Well, she had no clue what he was talking about. And he thought, well, that's a little strange. So it goes on, and it didn't take too long for him to realize nobody in the world remembers the Beatles but him. Mm-hmm. And he's a, he's a musician. So he starts playing Beatles songs like they're his own, and all of a sudden his career skyrockets, and he's basically basically the Beatles. And Ed Sheeran's in the movie. Um, Kate McKinnon plays a big-time Hollywood producer. The one nice thing about her, she has this sweet house in Malibu right on the ocean. But looking at the whole movie, the concept of the movie, the thing I really liked about it, and I do have a beef with some of these remakes like Shaft and, you know, Men in Black, that Hollywood just seems to make the same movies over and over and yesterday was was a cool concept, great music, obviously, if you're a Beatles fan, and uh, had an interesting twist, and it had some de- definitely twist during the movie. And we've talked about it before, guys. 
we all like a good rom-com, and this was basically a rom-com with a different twist to it. Mm-hmm. I, I give it, and I've changed my scoring recap too here, or scoring uh, uh, of movies. Since we're there, the three of us, I'm going to base it on a one to three. And this one's a solid 2.75. I'd, I'd knock it down a little bit because of Kate McKinnon. I didn't like her character in the movie. And uh, a couple other parts were okay, but overall the movie was very good. I'd rec- I'd recommend it. Go see it. I'm not going to – and it is kind of a – that is something that I think about, that I have thought about before. Like, you know, what's something that if I was dropped off like 100 years ago, like I could – or maybe not 100, but like 50 years ago, that I like I myself could create and invent. Yeah. What's like one thing you think – like say you get one invention to create back in, let's say, 1960s that – it's, it's all you're gonna be able. It's all you're gonna be able to have. They're gonna you're gonna have to make it, and it's what's gonna make you money for the rest of your life. But like, you're the, you're saying you go back in time and you can do it. Yes. like from today's like, day and age, huh? Like I just think of something like a pitchfork. This is me working <laughs> at a landscaping job. Like what an invention! It's so simple, but it's like it's just so effective. Wow. I feel like you may have to go back a few hundred years if you want to invent whoever, the pitchfork. Whoever created that was a genius. It, it is a good invention. I mean, I don't a know. wheelbarrow? Like, you ever think about a wheelbarrow? It was an invention, right? Depending what? on how far back you go. So, right, if you want to say you invented the wheel. Yeah. But I was going to say, like, the windshield wiper. Okay. You know, yeah. pretty, pretty standard. Every vehicle, everything has that. If you invented the windshield wiper. How about stop the lights? How about if you invented stoplights. Well, that's another good one. I, I guess the guy that invented the windshield wiper uh, got screwed out of oh, the So maybe not the on best that. one. Maybe not the best one to uh, <laughs> yeah. try to create. <laughs> Why do you know that? I just uh, I just know it. <laughs> I think they made a movie on it. Actually. Oh wow! Yeah, but but back to yesterday again. Uh, I'd I'd highly recommend it if you guys want to see a good flick this summer. It's it it definitely fits the bill. Now sliding from yesterday. Oh, by the way, I wanted to throw one other thing out. The the key uh, female character in the movie. Do you guys remember Deborah Winger by chance? She was in An Officer and a Gentleman. She was pretty hot in the in the eighties. I mean, I, you wouldn't know her, no. but you might have seen her movies. Uh, the the girl that plays the manager and the love interest in this movie, uh, she looked like a young Deborah Winger. So she she was very cute. Also, Ed Sheeran played a pretty good part in the movie too. So he played himself. Okay. Yeah, so it was good. Uh, another movie I saw in the last couple of weeks, Rocket Man. Bet you want to hear my review on that, huh? Yes. We, we got to know about that because it was supposed to be better than Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Was. It wasn't. Oh, it wasn't it was. even. You saw it? No, I haven't seen it yet, but no. from what I've seen from the reviews. Oh, I don't care about reviews. I saw it. I mean, it was, it, it was okay. You know, there the guy that played Elton John, he was pretty good. He, he had him down pretty good, but I Karen didn't. Karen yeah, I didn't like the script at all, and I didn't like the fact that they it, the movie couldn't decide if it was a biopic or if it was a musical. It was both, and it just it was annoying. You know, like the very first scene, they're showing young Elton, you know, and he's playing his little piano, and next thing you know, he's out in the street leading a, a flash mob or whatever you call that, out dancing in the street singing a song, and it's it's like a, a movie movie musical. And I'm not a big fan of movie musicals. I'm not either. I don't really like musicals, period. I don't honest. mind them in a play, but I hate them it in It kind of bothers me like on South Park, honestly. Really? Like, stuff like that, I just kind of can't It's like stand. throwaway, isn't it? When, it, they, it, when they have just, an episode like it, that. Mm-hmm. I just... So that was my that was my biggest criticism of Rocket Man. I'd give it a 1.5 wow. out of 3. It, it was middle of the road. It was okay, but... You don't like Elton John, though. No, I do. I like Elton John. I like him a lot. I like his music. It was that was my era of music. 
So for comparison, where would you put Bohemian Rhapsody? 2.8, for sure. <laughs> so this this Bohemian Rhapsody was far and away better than Far Rocket and away Man. better. And the only reason I knocked it down from a perfect three was they did have some facts that were stretched or, or not in flat out lies. Not in Rocket Man. Oh, not in Rocket Man, huh? Is that you according didn't like, to your reviews? So did, you, did you like... Uh, and I'm blanking on who played Freddie Mercury. His name? Did you think Rami his, Malek? Yeah, Rami Malek. Did you think his performance was better than Taron Edgerton in Rocket Man? By far. No. By far. He didn't. Sing. Rami Malek. I, 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 I agree. Didn't he didn't sing. I agree with you that you got to knock him down a little bit. But he looked exactly like Freddie Mercury. He had every mannerism down like Freddie Mercury. And I mean, how can you even question me when you're going off other people's reviews and you didn't see it yourself? I've seen Bohemian Rhapsody, but you didn't see Rocket Man. You're comparing them. But you're going off somebody else's reviews or somebody else's opinion. I am regurgitating those takes. Well, so just you because, can live by them. I but knew go see it. That you were going to say that it was better, that it was worse, no matter what. You went in with as with such a closed mind. No, that, and as somebody who's our entertainment, that's a slap in the face to me and Matt who want to honestly be. <laughs> You come in with the closed mind, blinders on, saying that this sucks. You are so wrong. And they that. don't know what they like. No, I and, saw the movie, so I'm giving you the review after I saw the movie. I oh. take the Tedertainment three-point podcast rating more to heart than Rotten Tomatoes or anything else. There you go. Yesterday, I think it only had 60% on Rocky, Rotten Tomatoes. I'm telling you, go see it. It's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's another one, guys, as we continue on. We all have Netflix. We're all looking for the next show to watch on Netflix, right? I mean, you you tip me off on Black Mirror. I'll stick with that. Not, not to not to cut you off. So yeah, something that you th- kind of had a throwaway comment. What's that? Four o'clock on Friday, you went to see a movie. You were off the clock. Yeah, yeah. So I, what I, time do you get out of work? Three thirty. Oh, it just happens that you're. Out. What time do you start work? Well, I, I I don't have a specific <laughs> punch the clock. I start work sometimes at five o'clock in the morning, young oh, man. Oh, but you There's have never you a have question a, about how many hours I put in. I can tell you, you, have, you that you much. Have a, Gosh dang! You have a why can't I say that word? Specific. You're you have a specific <laughs> time that you clock out, and it just happens to be the perfect amount of time it takes to leave your house and get yeah. to the theater. If it's a Friday afternoon and I feel like taking off at three thirty, I have that right. <laughs> Plus, so, you have the hour lunch where you watch Game of Thrones episode. No, didn't see any Game of Thrones this time. But I will tell, give you a little tip on: Are we done with the throwaway line that yeah you, you couldn't pronounce? Um, <laughs> specific. I can't say it. What is going on? Uh, specific. On, on Netflix, have you guys checked out or, or read any of the reviews or, or looked into it all a show called Godless starring Jeff Daniels? Uh, no, I have not. I mean, I love Jeff I Daniels, so. but. It is. We, I've only watched one episode. It's one of the best first episodes of a, a miniseries on Netflix I've ever seen. Jeff, Ta- Jeff Daniels plays the most hideous criminal type of character mean and it's a western mat you'll like oh nice yeah check out godless it's outstanding we've watched the first episode i've heard other people talk about it that they they've told us watch it so we we decided to put it on last night i'll probably after this pod go home and watch episode two it's that good is it a drama comedy action it is not a it's it's a serious drama with with certain twists a uh, lot of bloodiness. Just to give you one example, the very first scene of uh, of Godless, Sam Waterson. Do you know who he is from Law and Order? 
Yeah. He's uh, you know he's he's rocking this big old mustache. He's the he's a marshal and he brings this posse into town and they're going down Main Street in this old western town and they're riding their horses down Main Street, the dusty Main Street. Mayhem has come through town. I mean there's dead bodies everywhere. And that just kind of sets up the 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 pilot episode. You got to figure out what in the hell happened in this town. Nice. Yeah, so check it out. Uh, I did also recently watch, uh, I just came across it on HBO, a documentary about Jane Fonda. Now, you guys know much about Jane Fonda? I've heard the name, but. Oh, yeah. I used to do the the workout videos when I was a kid. I know that was big back then. Yeah. Wow. I, I, no, this is just my brain. I thought Is she in, like, A Fish Called Wanda or something like that? I don't think she was in that. I don't know. I thought she, she she's not an actor. She's a she's an actress. She was yeah, she she's was been in an a bunch actress. of movies now. Yeah, she was in um, a lot of movies in the sixties and seventies. She won an Academy Award for Clute. She's probably though best known and hated for protesting the uh, Vietnam War and actually going to North Vietnam and showing support for the North Vietnamese. She was called Hanoi Jane. So she's had a very up-and-down career, but she's been in the... I mean, she's she's like 82 years old, guys. And if you saw her, I mean, she's had the best plastic surgeons that you could that money can buy. She, she looks like she might be 55. Really looks good. But uh, it was a great documentary of her whole career. So I would give that high praise. Um, I, a couple of... Go ahead, Jerry. I, I just confused her with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, so okay. Yeah. That's the, that's the um, mistake. A there. couple of duds. Um, did you guys... Anyway, we've talked about it before. Summer TV viewing is leaves a lot to be desired. Yep. Did you get sucked in at all to uh, the High Wire Live and the Walendas over Times Square? What? Yeah. They're, I, saw the, I saw the promos for it. I was intrigued, but it's not very good. We watched it. It's just what you would expect. I mean, you know, they build up a lot of drama. They walk, uh, a brother and a sister walk the high wire above Times Square, you know, and they, the production was pretty good, but I, I got turned off when, you know who the the, the mega pastor Joel Osteen is? Oh, yeah. Joel Osteen? Yeah. Osteen. Oh, my God. When they had him on at the beginning, you know, doing his praying. I mean, I, I don't know about what you guys think. Uh, I, I'm not into cutting down other people's religion, but Joel Osteen and some of these other TV evangelists, they are as crooked as can be. They're yeah, especially seeing how rich he is. Exactly. It's a little messed up. Yeah, it's totally messed up. It's not the way that you know it's supposed to be. You're supposed to be helping the poor people, and he's lying in his pockets. So I'd say it was okay to watch the whole production on a summer Sunday evening, but other than that, yeah, it was meh. Uh, yeah. Now we talked about it a couple weeks ago, Matt. Again, I think it's a it's a Disney ABC production. Uh, Steph Curry. I rarely do this. I I checked out Holy Moly, the putt putt golf thing. I lasted 15 minutes and said, "I am out of here. I cannot <laughs> take this." Rob Rob Riggle didn't get you hooked. Huh? Rob Riggle did not get me hooked. Tessa Tor didn't either, and then the whole concept was just god awful. It was. But I, I haven't seen like what is it a competition? Yes. It's like a, a quick breakdown. Is it just like a one on one butt putt or what? Yeah, they they basically have a bracket and then they match up people, you know, to move on to the next next round. And okay. you know, it's a pretty interesting putt putt course, but the whole concept and play by play and 
just it, it was so corny. I and I rarely I rarely turn off TV shows if I'm already invested 15 now, minutes. This is a pop up comedy. This actually sounds kind of awesome. It sounds awesome, but check it, it out. Watch it. <laughs> I, there's something that you guys need to check out. This is my one recommendation this week. I had a wild like come to Jesus. Mo- Aliens are real. Okay. Okay. I was watching and Ted. This is probably right up your alley. Bob Lazar. He's probably popular back when you were a kid. Uh, so basically, his story is this. Okay. So the first off, the documentary is called like Bob Lazar, uh, Area Fifty One, and Flying Saucers. So he came out with a story back in like the nineteen eighties, saying that he worked in Area Fifty One on UFOs and saw an air, a UFOs fly. And you know he's been, he's been kind of doing his media tour. He was on Joe Rogan, listened to his whole uh, story, and. He convinced me 100% that this guy is, like, a lot of people are, is he telling the truth? Is he lying? He's completely convinced me that he's telling the truth. And the FBI has raided his house numerous times. If you don't believe the story that he has worked on UFOs before, uh, why else? So he worked at his famous lab called Los Alamos, like, lab, and I don't know, it's somewhere out in the Yeah, it's in New Mexico. That's where Area 51 is. They So they, after his whole story came out, they tried saying that he never worked there. But then there was an employee handbook from like three or four years before that that had his name in the employee handbook working there. Why else would they try to cover up the fact that he say that he didn't work there? And his birth certificate has became like no one can find his birth certificate. MIT, where he went to college, they can't find no one. They have no records of him. It's just his whole story. You can just tell that the FBI is trying to kind of, kind of silence him. Maybe I shouldn't say that on the show. They'll come shut down the three-point podcast. <laughs> three-point podcast. But about it, to get shut it's down. just... I, I was very, very sure that aliens existed, but I wasn't 100% sure. I'm 100% sure that they exist now. I've been fascinated by it, to tell you the truth. That whole Area 51 thing and, and UFOs from the back in those days, it does intrigue you. But the, the thing that I always go back to is if they had the technology to come from another planet or another galaxy, wherever the aliens are coming from, and they have that technology available... How would how would the United States in the 50s have the technology to wipe it out? You know what I'm saying? Why aren't there more? My question to this, and Matt, maybe you can answer this. Would it, like for aliens? Would do you think Earth would just be like another? You know, like conquest, or do you think that they would be like, "Wow, like these Earthlings, they're they're tough as nails." You know, that's, they got some grit to them. That's a pretty good question. I <laughs> so don't like, know. What do you think? I mean, I would think they they'd wipe us out. Or I, I would think they would wipe us out. That's that's what I would think. Matt, you got the vote here. <laughs> yeah, I I think one one thing I always think about with like when aliens come up, I definitely think there's something else out there to think about how big the universe is. That there's not at least something else, some living being out there is pretty wild to think about but i think people i don't know if aliens would have to be like a human type of alien like you know all the movies and cartoons and stuff always have aliens like these green martian type guys what if aliens are just little like tiny almost like insects that come in or what if insect or what if the aliens are like some of these things that are now living in the ocean that we don't know about or something you know like there's we don't really know what the aliens could be so that that's kind of part of it too yeah yeah, and you know the whole discussion always it, it goes back sometimes to religion. You know, what do you believe in how the how the Earth came about and everything else. But I think you know there's a possibility. Let's put it that way. Yeah. There's a possibility. I don't know if it, I like it. It blows my mind to like think about. I just I read an article. It was it was relating to that that show you're talking about, Jared. And there was there was I forget the uh, name of the the satellite that was launched out into space, but it was getting to the end of where NASA was actually going to be able to 
contact it or actually, you know, see what it's doing. So they wanted it. The last kind of command they made it do was turn around and take a picture of Earth. So it took a picture, and Earth was like a speck on the whole picture, a tiny, tiny little, you know, speck on that whole picture. Mm -hmm. So it's just crazy to think, like, as huge as Earth is, and then you go way back in the universe that far away, and Earth is just this tiny, tiny little speck of sand, basically, on the whole beach. There's got to be something else. I, maybe there's not. You know, who knows? We, maybe we don't know everything, but it's just crazy to think that the universe is that big. Where do, where do you find that doc at? Netflix? Netflix. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sweet. I'll check it out. Definitely got to check it out. All right. Did you guys see, we've, we've talked about the 30 for 30s on here before. Did you see the, the 30 for 30 that's coming out on ESPN on Tuesday? The Hot Dog Boys? Yeah, about uh, Kobayashi and Joey Chestnut, the hot dog I eating contest. Love it. I, th- I, think I can't be wait good. for the hot dog co- eating contest on July 4th. It, it's must-watch. Yeah, Noon. you're right. Coney, Nathan's Coney Island, the announcer. I don't know his name, but he's probably the best announcer in the world. He he, he, he does a great job. He sells it. There's no doubt about <laughs> he does it. does a great Dude, job. Like, he's like the Michael Buffer of the hot dog eating contest? Yes. Bruce Buffer. Is it, is it Michael Buffer or Bruce or yeah, Buffer? No, Bruce Buffer. Who is the original? Bruce, is it Michael Bruce, or Bruce? Buffer's kid? Michael's the original. Oh, so Bruce yeah. Buffer's like his kid or it something? It must be. Oh, okay. Yeah. His kid or a brother. But uh, that, that'd be oh, one God, of those buck. son. You might be right. But, but yeah, I, so, yeah, I, I mean, I, you guys answered my question. I was going to then ask, do you like the hot dog eating contest? I know sometimes you don't watch it because you're off doing other things on the 4th yeah. of July, but uh, I, it's a pretty cool contest, yep. you know. It's kind of gross sometimes watching them eat hot dogs, but it's exciting. Yeah, George Shea is the is the announcer's name. Does a great job. Is Ted, he the wears the white hat? Uh, yeah, like the they all wear the same, like, Nathan's yeah, hot dog yeah. hat. Yeah, yeah, Where do you – I mean, we've seen you do some work at Frankenmuth, eight chickens. How many – in 10 minutes, honestly, how many donuts do you think you guys could down? I think I could get over How 10. many donuts or how or many hot, hot dogs? dogs. <laughs> I, think I, I, think I, I think I could get like 11 or 12. I honestly do. In 10 minutes? Yeah. Let's see. Oh, I could easily do one a minute. Uh, and that's that's dog and bun, right? Yep. Would you do the soaking of the bun or would you just gulf the, the bun You got to soak it. You got to soak just, it. Huh? Just, just soak it. It's, it's gross. We, we did... Uh, <laughs> I've, I've done a couple hot dog eating contests. One of them was a chili dog eating contest. It was at the Iron Horse in Durand. Yep. I don't know. If, I don't even know if it's still there. It I don't is. know if you guys have ever been. Yeah. Um, but during in the fall, I, they, I think they did all year. But they used to have all you can eat chili dogs on like Tuesdays or Wednesdays or something like that. So during football season, we all went there one time and to see how many like chili dogs we could eat. And I ate four chili dogs, and I felt awful afterwards. But that's because of the chili sauce and stuff on them. I did a hot dog eating contest one time in Grand Rapids at this place, and I got up to seven, and I couldn't do any more. But that was, like, in my prime eating days, I guess you could say. So That's seven and ten minutes, would you say? Uh, the, the hot dog eating one was in a half hour. Oh. Jeez, that's a joke, man. <laughs> Good God. What a wimp. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm not a very big guy. And it, well, and I wasn't doing the water dipping either. So yeah. maybe that Seven? And I made the mistake of, like, drinking some soda while I was doing oh, it. Oh, so That yeah. definitely probably, you know, that messes with I don't think bit. I could do the water thing. I just don't. It just it just sounds so gross. Might have to be a, a might have to add it to the itinerary on Ooh. Saturday. <laughs> I don't know. There's yeah, some other if, good... if there's not going to be a uh, cornhole tournament, do a hot dog eating contest. Put, put 200 bucks on the line. Winner, you. The host, two hundred bucks on the line for the winner. No, I won't do that. <laughs> I gotta think if I can smash eight chicken breasts from Zenders. Uh, yeah. Over on over under hot dogs. We're saying ten minutes. Ten yeah. minutes. Yeah. I'm giving Ted oh, at least six hot dogs in ten minutes. I'm right? Done. Oh, I could, I could easily do. I could, I could easily do, do six. I, I I was thinking ten to fifteen. Yeah. 
Because if you eat them fast, you aren't going to fill up right away. So you can no. go, you, you might barf. Of course, if you barf, you lose, right? Yeah. Yep, you can't barf. Oh, that's that's different. <laughs> you no. barf afterwards. You know, give it a good half hour or something. Okay. Well, there, there will be no hot dog eating contest for me <laughs> on Saturday. I can tell you that much. There's going to be some good food there. All right, let's wrap this segment up. I know we got some shows we're going to be looking forward to, guys. Uh, a movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with Tarantino, about oh, Manson yeah. and Pitt and DiCaprio in that one. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm not sure what the release date is, but I think it's sometime this summer. It's this summer, but you forgot the most important part of that, Margot Robbie. Ah, yes. That's not a bad cast, is it? No. And Tarantino, I mean, I'll see every Tarantino yeah, I love movie Tarantino for sure. Movies, for sure. Yeah. Uh, they've been playing the, uh, the the trailers for this one, and I'm afraid it's too much like yesterday. It's called Blinded by the Light. It's about Bruce Springsteen, and again, it's a British-made movie. Looks pretty neat, you know, uh, but uh, I'll probably go see it. And then uh, you'll love this, Jared. It fits right into my mentality. Have either one of you guys, this movie's been out quite some time, and I can't believe I've never seen it. It's a Kevin Costner movie called Mr. Brooks. Have you heard oh, of yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. No. That's been out for a long time. Since 97, I think. He yeah. plays he plays a serial killer. Yeah, that's a great movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm, sure you're right in. I already got it queued in on HBO On Demand. I'm ready for yeah. that one. That's worth the watch. There's a couple good twists in that movie, too. That, that's actually a really good movie. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna be, I'll talk about that the next Entertainment Tonight, too. Can't wait. I bet you can. I'll be curious to hear what you, I mean, being a Costner fan especially, that's a good one. Absolutely. All right, before we wrap up this this, uh, podcast, guys, and have some final thoughts, I want to send out a little extra love to some of our advertisers since we took a little hiatus. I want to tell you again about Advanced Elevator Company, who feature uh, great expert field technicians. For troubleshooting, installation, and repair of elevators, uh, they really support our area schools, especially the Corona Public Schools. Also, our favorite go-to spot just dropped off his uh, his uh, pay for Three Point Pod, Rivals Tap House and Grill. That's the official sports bar of Three Point Podcast. They have the first of the month party with dollar bills and $5 burgers, patio party on the 4th, and every Thursday night is bike night at Rivals. Tremendous food and drink, Rivals Tap House and Grill in Corona. And then, of course, SheridanAuctionService.com. They have all kinds of info for upcoming auctions. They're selling on July 11th an air-filled bouncy house, obstacle course along with a sweet travel trailer. They also have a big firearms sale coming up. So definitely call Troy Crow at 989-720-SELL for other details or hit them up online, SheridanAuctionService.com for upcoming auctions. Any final thoughts, boys, before we wrap this up? Yeah, I was going to ask during the entertainment, uh, it didn't sound like it came up, but I saw Toy Story 4 last weekend, of course. Oh, yeah, fill us in. Is that something you guys are interested in? I mean, Toy Story was, I I was a kid when the first one came out, so, you know, it's kind of like, I don't know, it's sentimental if you want to say I have to like see all those movies, but they're really good. Mm-hmm. You guys going to go see it? I don't I I I might go see it at the theater. I might wait till it comes out on, you know, HBO or something. I yeah. we might go see it. It depends depends on the upcoming schedule. If, like let's say I'm going to take a vacation. So if we go on vacation and decide to go see a movie, we might go pop in and see it. How about you, Yeah, Jake? I love the Toy Story movies. Um, it's incredible they've been able to do four, almost all of them, like a perfect rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It's pretty incre- incredible. But you got to give credit to to that one, that franchise. At least when you're seeing a Toy Story movie, 
it's a complete different plot twist, right? Yeah. You got the same characters, but at least it's it's new writing, which is that's my biggest beef. Like I said, I don't know where you guys stand on this. Don't you think that Hollywood sometimes gets a little lazy and does these reboots? I do, hundred yeah. percent. It's just a lot of the same kind of. Con- I mean, you're probably. Talking about what superhero movies right now is pretty much what you're referencing. Well, not, not so much superhero movies. At least each superhero movie has a, its own plot. You know what I mean? I mean, and that I can I can live with the superhero hero movies, but you know, like just for example, Men in Black. I mean, do you really need somebody other than other than Will Smith and and Tommy Lee Jones, and they just got to reboot that whole franchise for what? Why? What about Ghostbusters? They're rebooting that another time. Ridiculous. Not a fan, huh? No, I, I didn't see the last one. With uh, Melissa McCarthy and the girl one. Was yeah. that any good? I didn't watch that one either. Okay. I'm not much of a Ghostbusters fan in general. I mean, so. I, I just hate seeing them take the product that was made almost perfect and then they would just want to capitalize on it for money. It's laziness. That's that's all. That's why I say I give high reviews for yesterday. At least they tried and made a very interesting concept, and, and it was fun to watch. Yep. Any other thoughts, boys? Joey Chestnut, my prediction to win the hot Ooh, dog. Oh, you think he'll beat Kobayashi? I don't know. Kobayashi... I'll go the I, other way. Kobayashi has not uh, been in a contest since probably like 2008. I know. That's why I'm thinking he's going to be back in the limelight on ESPN. He wants oh, he wants maybe. that crown back. Bastoni is the he's the other super eater that they have. Oh. Badlands Booker. I know I know my eating challenge. Okay, well let's recap that next week. And also, uh, you know, if, if any of our listeners has any generational stuff they want us to kick back and forth, remember I'm the old guy. Jared is the pup at 20 years old. Matt's kind of in the middle. But if you got any questions you want to fire at us to ask each other, hit us up on Twitter at Three Point Pod. We'll uh, we'll make sure we get it on the air next. We'll probably record next Sunday night. You think that what we're looking at? That's what it sounds like. Sounds good. We'll recap uh, the big Fatel party that has taken over on away as well. All right. <laughs> that is bothering you. <laughs> that is bothering me, especially if you're serious. <laughs> I am a little bit serious. That's the rumor going we're gonna, around we're the gonna family. Be, we're going to be fighting it out when we that's, get out, done that, here. That's the rumor going around the family. Okay. You I think should I put it on, should it I put as... it on the table at the party and make a big dramatic <laughs> thing? You should definitely address I think, it. I think yeah. maybe you should just play this podcast in the background. <laughs> me as your PR. hear the conversation. Me as your maybe P- that's a good way to bring it I'm up. I'm just letting you know, inside your secrets, that's the rumor going around. All right. That you were the I, one that canceled everything. I appreciate that tip. I may have to nip that one in the bud if if, if, if you will there. All right, let's call this a pod. I think we've had some fun with this. Make sure you subscribe and rate us on all the big podcasting sites, including Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and others. Give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, especially Twitter, at 3 Point Pod, And support our 3 Point Podcast partners, Advanced Elevator, Sheridan Realty and Auction Company, Rivals Tap House and Grill, The Corona Connection, Card Service Michiana, and Promic Engineering. Also check out our friends at Sports Radio Detroit and Midwest Sports Network for their great programming, including Three Point Podcast. And just remember, this has been a Three Point Podcast production in conjunction with Sportsnet Michigan and Z92.5 The Castle. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Three Point Podcast.